0: Hello, hello. Hello again. How are you tonight? I'm really enjoying this bottle of Forbidden Bubbles. Yes. Really Potter- tasty. Patterson
1: Cellars from Columbia Valley. And that was given to us by Stacy. Thank you, Stacy. Thanks, Stacy. It's delicious. It is delicious. <laughs> have to go through the bottles we were gifted while we record the next few episodes. I know. We got quite a stash last night. I love it. We did. And you
0: know what was cool is that people were bringing like different bottles of Prosecco, different brands and... Different bubblies. That we haven't tried before. So now we get to try all this different Prosecco.
1: So this is a good time to then tease why we had people over and they were
0: bringing us bubbles. And chocolate mousse cakes. Uh, Yes. Delicious. (laughs) Fucking chocolate mousse. Thank you, Jason. Had a 100 on it because?
1: Because, well, this is episode 99, which means next week you're getting episode 100. And we decided to have a little listener party. And um, don't be jealous, other listeners. We love you all. <laughs> we just had a handful of people who are avid listeners, <laughs> not only avid listeners, but who we know very well in real life. Mm-hmm. People who already know where Megan's house is, that kind of thing. You know, <laughs> we got a few people together. Some of those people are folks that you may recognize if you've been a longtime listener. We got to catch up with some prior guests, which was really fun.
0: Yeah, we had some updates. A hundred episodes. And everyone was so excited for us. It was so nice. I know. We had some like swag. out. We had a lot of yummy food and lots of drinks, lots of Prosecco, of course. course. Yeah, it was just a good time. We happened to have a break in the shitty Seattle weather and it was a beautiful day yesterday. It was perfect. It was a good time. So listeners that were there, thank you for coming and supporting us. Yeah,
1: we ended up recording. It's a ridiculous amount of time and the episode won't be nearly this long, but we recorded for almost four hours because we kept bringing people down and talking to people and it will still be a long one though yeah so dig in guys get yourself a nice you know cup of coffee or glass of
0: wine and a long yeah. drive don't okay. just get a glass of wine get a whole bottle
1: i don't know what time of day these people are listening they oh, can be okay. driving to work in the morning that's you know fair, that's fair i'm just saying settle in because it's going to be a doozy but while we were recording for so long that basically meant we were missing the party that was happening
0: <laughs> yeah since we could only be a little bit present at our own party, we were very fortunate that we had a pinch hitter in Michael that stepped in and played host for us and helped us do so much stuff to get ready and shouldered a lot of the hosting responsibility. So yes, that was so nice. Thank you.
1: Y'all hear a little more about Michael next week. And you'll <laughs> oh, hear from Michael next week.
0: Oh yeah. Some old guests and new guests. That's right. And I also have to give Jason a shout out for the fucking amazing delicious Chocolate mousse cake—is that what we're calling it? Oh, that's what it is. That he made. We attacked that thing like a bunch of lions over a carcass, like we've never eaten before. Oh my god, it was crazy, but it was so
1: good, and it was really pretty. There might, in fact, be some fun pictures of us with that cake that will get
0: posted. It was like a wedding. We're like feeding each other. We might have been a little drunk. That is possible. Okay, well, that's a lot of hype for our next episode, deservedly so. Agreed. But what are we talking about tonight?
1: Well, I will say apologies to Justine because some feedback we got from her was that she doesn't like it when we do short episodes. But you know what? Given how long next week's is going to be and all the time it's going to take editing, this
0: one's going to be short. Not to mention that I might have been a little exhausted and hungover today and worked all day, and then I just went and coached a softball game. Right. And now we are
1: recording this, so. Yeah, but you had the idea recently to talk about
0: road rage. You know, I've kind of thought about it before, and then I saw this article in the Seattle Times about this ridiculous road rage incident that occurred last week, I think, down at Pike Place Market, I was like, "This is insane. We need to talk about this." Also, I love you, but you have road rage. It's not super intense, but oh, it's- you're talking to me? Yes. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but it's there. So maybe you can explain what happens (laughs) in your brain when this goes down. You know, I feel like calling what I have road rage is too intense and
1: too harsh. Well, everything's a
0: spectrum. I mean, you're on the lighter end, but it's there. I'm saying I'd
1: like to call it road annoyance. Oh, okay. Because rage is not accurate. I definitely get frustrated and annoyed with people because people are stupid and don't know how to drive.
0: So there's that. (laughs) So you're not even driving right now and you're already like your face is getting that look. yeah okay let me talk about what happened down at pike place to just kick this shit off let's do it this is fucking unreal for those of you who haven't been to pike place market before and by the way it is not pike's place it is pike singular like pike street right here's what happened You can drive right down in front of the market. It's crazy. It's like there's vendor stalls on one side and food shops and restaurants and things on the other. And it's all like
1: the cobbly brick street from back in the day. And there's always people in the street crossing the street constantly around shopping
0: dawdling it's kind of amazing that they don't close that street i can't believe that cars are still allowed to drive on it frankly yeah i'm surprised and i would think that at some point they're going to shut it down not necessarily because of this incident but i feel like somebody's going to get hit at some point
1: it's only a matter of time i can't believe it hasn't happened yet
0: so anyway, this is what happened. Right down in front of Pike Place Market, there was initially two cars with drivers that got into an altercation, and then a third car joined the oh, party. Great. There were these two guys that got into an argument, probably over like a right-of-way or, you, you know, who got to go or whatever. Mm-hmm. One of them was a 32-year-old man. So I'm talking about young people you know, immature people here. Well, well, we don't know this guy. <laughs> actually, they sound pretty immature. A 32-year-old and then a 45-year-old. And the 32-year-old was driving a Toyota and the 45-year-old was driving a van. Okay. So they're having this verbal altercation and then the guy driving the van threw water at the Toyota. Okay. So then they got into apparently a physical altercation The guy from the Toyota, the 32-year-old, shoved the 45-year-old to the ground Mm. and then drove away. Cool. While that was happening, this new guy, who is 54, decided he was going to follow the Toyota driver. The younger man. Who was the guy that pushed the guy to the ground. Mm -hmm. And so he followed him, parked behind him. Got out of his car, which was a Mazda. Mm -hmm. This is how we're keeping them all straight. (laughs) Toyota Mazda van. I need a diagram. Got out of his Mazda with a hammer. Oh. Went to the Toyota and hit the back windshield with the hammer, shattering it. And then went back to his car. The guy in the Toyota, the hammer was in his car because as the windshield was shattered, Mm -hmm. it fell in there. He took the hammer went to the Mazda and started hitting his windshield. Oh, God. So then the guy driving the Mazda, who started all the shit with a hammer, whose own windshield was getting hammered. Who had
1: nothing to do with the original problem, correct? Yeah.
0: He just inserted himself. Okay. Put his car in reverse, hit the guy. The guy or the guy's car? He hit the guy with his car. Oh, my God. And then continued driving. And then this is from this article from Cairo 7, which is a local news station. Our CBS affiliate. It says, police documents state surveillance footage showed Stevenson, who is the Mazda driver, turning slightly into the Toyota driver, suggesting his intention was to assault the man and cause great bodily harm or death. The Toyota driver landed on Stevenson's hood as he continued to accelerate striking a fence and chairs at a nearby restaurant. Holy shit. Police said Stevenson swerved left while the man was on his hood, then struck a woman who works at a nearby venue and was not involved, causing both the woman and the man to fall to the ground. So then, you know, his car stopped when he finally hit the Toyota with it. God. And it says police said the Toyota driver, so that was the guy who got hit. Right. Then got up, walked towards Stevenson, and struck him with a hammer. Oh, my God. Through the open window while he was seated. What the fuck? At some point, a crowd of people separated the men. Yeah. So the woman that was hit that had nothing to do with this suffered injuries to her legs, face, and right shoulder, and had to go to Harborview Medical Center. Oh! And it says the driver of the Toyota was taken to Virginia Mason Medical Center to be checked out and was later booked into the King County Jail for investigation of assault. Did
1: the Mazda driver get arrested?
0: After Stevenson was taken to Harborview Medical Center for injuries to his left arm, he was booked into the King County Jail for investigation of assault and later charged. Jesus. All over this stupid little yelling at each other in front of Pike Place Market because probably someone cut someone off. Oh, my God. (laughs) It is insane. That is bananas. How can you get so angry and take it so personally? I mean, I remember this horrible incident that happened in Montana. When you were living there? No, I just remember talking to my family about it. It was actually in 2019, so not that long ago. And this guy that was involved, he got sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Mm. What happened was these three individuals were driving home from a bar. And they like intentionally emitted a plume of exhaust from their car. Rev that engine. As a joke. Yeah. The plume of smoke hit this guy's car. And he was so mad about it. About smoke on his car. Yes. Yes. It sent him into a fit of rage, and he followed their car, tried to run them off the road. They pulled over and got out of the car to go talk to them, and he shot all three of them. Oh, my God. Two of them died from the shooting, and one of them was critically wounded and has to use a wheelchair now. Wow. And there was a highway patrol trooper that found this guy in his car because they were searching for him later. Yeah. And as he was approaching him, he fired at the officer and critically wounded the officer as well.
1: Holy shit.
0: So this guy in this road rage incident over somebody revving their engine or however the fuck you get that exhaust to intentionally come out I don't know how to do that tried to kill three people killed two and then tried to kill this officer as well holy fuck i just don't understand how you get so angry over like how is it so personal to you that's the thing is that i would bet it
1: has very little to do with what actually just happened i bet that it's so much other stuff from their life going wrong or weighing heavy on them or these are not happy people generally the studies that they've done on road rage they talk a lot about how these are people who already engage in hostile and aggressive thinking not just wild driving they can be people who characteristically have more anger and anxiety and impulsivity Mm. and often are more likely to misuse alcohol and drugs there might be a chicken and the egg thing with that. Yeah. There's a an article from the APA, American Psychological Association, that talks about how certain psychological factors, including displaced anger and high life stress, are linked to road rage. So I doubt there's many, if any, examples of road rage incidents where everything else in a person's life is just great and they behave wonderfully
0: everywhere else. Yeah. Maybe there's this person who's already just... On the brink. On the brink and anything could trigger them. Well, And they just lose their shit.
1: Yeah. So just yesterday, actually, Michael and I were walking his dog... We were down at Seward Park, which is the south end of Lake Washington. It's beautiful and it was a lovely day and there was no parking in the lots because it was gorgeous. And so we parked on a street and I don't know if this is the same everywhere, but here in Washington with stop signs, they want you to park no closer than 30 feet. Where we parked was probably right about 30 feet from the stop sign. If it was closer, it was like by a foot, maybe. And it's off the side of a driveway and, you know, we're not in anybody's way or whatever. Right. And there was a guy on the sidewalk when we parked who, to be fair, clearly had some other mental issues going on. Okay. But, I mean, just made it his business to be irate about the fact that the car was right there. And he was screaming at us as we walked away. You read the fuck? sign can't you read the sign i'm gonna call them hope you're okay with paying a ticket like just screaming and yelling number one no fucking cop is gonna come out for that phone call sir Mm -hmm. number two go get a fucking measuring tape we're fine here anyway so we walk the dog we get back to the car and as we're driving away he notices that there's a fucking like ding in the windshield this guy definitely put there it was not there before oh man yeah people are just Especially now, after a couple years of anxiety and stress and illness and trauma and all the shit that's been happening in the world. Everyone's living in a fucking powder keg Mm -hmm. and the littlest thing is setting people
0: off. There can be like quite a variety of road rage. Like I even think the incident I was telling you and Aaron and Mika about at the school was kind of road rage-ish. Oh, in the drop-off line? Yeah. So let me just describe this. First of all, if you have children
1: and you drop them off at school or pick them up at school, you're going to relate to all of this. Yeah.
0: Proceed. Yeah. This is not um, unique (laughs) to our school by any means, but there is a vehicle drop off line in the morning and a vehicle pickup line in the afternoon. And the drop off line in the morning is particularly aggressive. It's a (laughs) shit show. I mean, it is a hot mess of cars. And they have staff out there trying to help keep it organized and trying to keep it safe for people crossing the street to get to the school and all that. But it's just a moment of chaos every morning that if you accept that you're driving into it, and it, you'll be in it for five to ten minutes, you can easily just deal with it and go on with your life.
1: How many parents are like, "I gotta get to work. I'm late to work. I have a meeting at a you know, like, oh, and I'm that parent. Well, I too, know
0: where I'm like, really, really, I'm meeting in five minutes, right? You know? But like you're saying, if you just accept what you're driving but, into, but you're I'm able to handle like it better. A rational fucking human being, right? Anyway, there was a day last week where I I drop off my kids. And then, of course, there's a line to exit as well, right? And I'm probably like seven cars back in this line to exit. It's taking a while. Like, I don't fucking know why. Sometimes it's super slow in the mornings. Maybe someone's trying to turn left. You know, it's not illegal to turn left there, but it's a lot easier if you turn right. Anyway, this guy behind me, he just starts laying on his horn. Ugh. I look in my rear view mirror and he's gesturing and shouting. And I'm like, what the fuck do you want me to do, man? I can't do anything. This is a one-way street right now. We are packed in here like sardines. I'm the seventh car. Would you like me to somehow magically get all these cars in front of us to go so that you can get to where you need to be on time and he just kept and it wasn't like short honks it was like, <laughs> like laying on the horn parents and staff and everybody's looking at him and he's just so mad that it's not moving What the fuck could you have done i know like what the fuck do you want me to do We have another friend who knows someone who's a teacher at a different school in a totally different state that was telling us that there was an incident this year at their school where, like, one parent intentionally hit another parent's car with their car in the drop-off line in the morning because they were pissed about them, like, cutting them off or something like that.
1: Jesus. You know, as much as I am prone to the road annoyance... I feel like there are places where I really mind my P's and Q's, you know, like I'm like in front of a school in front of my kid's school where I'm going to see people that I know and I'm going to have to see them again. You know, know. not that I would do it in front of a different school. I'm just saying, like, especially places with people who I'm going to see again Mm -hmm. and like want to have a
0: decent relationship with this community.
1: I really wouldn't go that route. Yeah, that's all I'm saying.
0: It is funny how kids pick up on it to (laughs) Uh be cut. And I know you'll have a funny story that you need to tell. But um, my kids, I think that their other parent has a certain amount of road annoyance or whatever you're calling it. And so I'm driving. They're not even old enough to drive. You know, I might be like, oh, come on, man. You know, like if somebody does something stupid, but I don't really get worked up. And they get worked up and they start saying stuff. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You don't even know how to drive. You don't have a license (laughs) and you're like bitching at this person. And so I'm always telling them if you have road rage before you even have a license. Yeah. It's not looking good. I am not going to support you getting your license and getting a car until you show me that you can like keep yourself in check. Well, I will say you are a very calm driver. I've always
1: thought of you as very in control of not only the driving, but also your own faculties <laughs> whilst driving.
0: Well, I do definitely say like, give me a fucking break right? whatever, but what yeah. I don't really get excited. Right. Well, I'm an excitable person. Animated. So. You're passionate. Remember? Yeah. That's what we decided. You're passionate. passionate. Yes. But I think you should tell the story what? of your kid <laughs> learning the road rage <laughs> or annoyance or whatever you're calling it. I feel like I've
1: told this story before. If not, I'm sort of ashamed of myself because it's, it's, it's
0: on point for this discussion to be told again
1: and i believe that if i did tell it before it was in our episode about profanity so
0: oh probably that was also relevant
1: then yeah um (laughs) my son he was probably three one night, it was late in the evening, we'd been at dinner at a friend's house, only a couple blocks away. My ex and my daughter walked the couple blocks back to our house. Yeah. I had the car there, so my son rode with me and I drove the car back. It is probably 9 30, 10 p.m. It's dark out. We're in a residential neighborhood driving two blocks. There are no cars. There are no people. It's just us on the road. Yeah. And out of nowhere from the back seat, I hear. Fucking drive. What is happening here? <laughs>
0: Gee, I wonder where he learned that. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) I was like, ooh, that's my fault. But of course I laughed because I'm a terrible parent. Hey, you have to laugh. (laughs) I mean. You have to have an opportunity to laugh at that kind of stuff sometimes. But then it encourages him because he's like, well, she liked that. I'm going to entertain more often. So it became a thing he said now and then. And I'd be like, hey, man, (laughs) there was a time not that long after because at that point he knew, like, this is not something I'm supposed to be saying, right. so I'm going to make sure I say it. Right. We were at the train table in the lobby of his preschool, where we were meeting with the gal who was running the summer program, who hadn't met him before, hadn't met me before. And so she wanted to, like, talk with me about his needs and meet him. And mm-hmm. and so he's playing at the train table, and we're sitting right there. And, of course, then one of the trains says to the other train, fucking drive what is happening here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and- And then a few days later, I'm putting him onto his school bus and buckling him in. And he says to the bus driver... Fucking drive! What is happening here? And I'm like, oh no, you've gone too far now. Yeah, and you're like, like, no, 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 no. no.
0: And I'm so sorry. You're all out of all done
1: options. <laughs> Shit, yeah, that's hilarious. He's still a backseat driver though. He tells me all the time to go faster. Why mm-hmm. am I slowing down? I should turn here. Why am I going this way? And I'm like, do you know the map? Do you know the roads here?
0: That's hilarious. Are you driving this car? <laughs> Yeah, my kids will definitely be like, I'll put on Google Maps, even though I know how to get somewhere because we live in a big city. Like sometimes there's accidents or construction or shit that oh, yeah. like, you need an alternative route that's faster. I love ways for that. And my kids will be like, do you not know where you're going? You don't know how to get there. And I'm like, this is insurance. Mind like, your business. It will tell me if I should take an alternate route because there's some kind of issue. So, yeah, I don't know what happens to people There is a difference between cursing at someone because they've done something stupid and hitting somebody with your car intentionally or taking a hammer and breaking out their windshield.
1: For sure. Big difference. Yeah. I think another factor for me is that I... Often I'm running not quite late, but almost anything could make me late at that point, you know, which is my own fucking fault. And if I just got my shit together and left a little bit early,
0: then it wouldn't be a problem. You know what? I was never late until I had children. Mm -hmm. And then now, even if I don't have the kids with me, I still am somehow running late or like just barely going to get there on time. Yeah. How is this happening? I don't even have the children with me as an
1: excuse. It's like a retraining of your patterns and shit. Like it's just the the mode you're in now. But I have this toxic trait of thinking that I need only the exact amount of time that it takes to get somewhere. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I'm taking my daughter to Aikido, it takes, best case scenario, six minutes door to door. And so... Let's go when it's six minutes to the time you're supposed to be there. Never mind that you're going to hit traffic lights or not find a place to park or five million other things that could
0: go wrong in the three miles or whatever. It's ridiculous. (laughs) We had one of those mornings this morning where we got out the door way later than usual. And my daughter is just like, we're going to be late. We're going to be late. We're going to be late. And I'm like, first of all, if we hit all the lights, (laughs) we're not going to be late, which, by the way, we did. And they weren't late. But second of all, I'm like, what if you are like you get to class two minutes late? Is the world going to end? Is the sky going to fall? Like it's really not the end of the world. No, you know, problem if it's happening every day. Right. Perpetual tardiness.
1: Well, the um, tiny bit of reading that I did on this. One of the articles I found was actually from WebMD. There's a
0: WebMD article about road rage. It says the root cause of road rage. Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah, but I was kind of laughing <laughs> reading it because there's some stuff that I'm like, wait, what? Maybe because I'm taking it personally. <laughs> no. But first of all, it talks about overcrowding and how crowding causes aggression. And there have been studies with rats that they're usually okay until there's one too many rats in an enclosed space. And then they turn on each other. When traffic is worse, when there are more people, things are more tense. You're more crowded. Like a school drop off in the morning. Exactly. If yeah. someone feels the need to blare their horn at you. But a couple of the quotes by, there's a psychologist and a psychotherapist that they interviewed for this article. And one of them says, this just seems very black and white to me, and I don't like it or agree. Road ragers don't see the offender as a person. They thingify the person.
0: (laughs) Thingify? Thingify, which uh, it's not a word, but okay. Interesting. (laughs) It's like every episode I'm learning a new vocabulary word. I'm pretty sure that's made up. (laughs) So is the thinking that it feels easier and more justifiable to get super super angry if it's not at another human being it's at a thing it's just like like, that car cut me off and that car did this and that i would liken it to
1: being an internet troll like it's easy to talk shit behind a computer screen you know if it's Mm -hmm. you don't have to do it face to face with a person you can be an asshole easier right so maybe it's similar
0: ram your computer into someone else's computer
1: usually not oh there's probably some
0: weird term for that though Somebody look it up on Urban Dictionary. No, I think we shouldn't make it up like thingify. (laughs) It's uh, PC ramming. That's what I'm going to call it. It just sounds
1: more fun than what you're (laughs) describing, though. (laughs) Anyway, another psychologist said road ragers are selfish, power hungry, angry, and vindictive. I'm pretty sure he's not a fan of road ragers. But reading that is kind of what made me think, because I always joke like, yeah, I've got the road rage. But that's why I was like, I don't think I can call it road rage. Because clearly there's a level that I'm not achieving and I'm fine with that.
0: Like there's like a figure of speech.
1: It's like all within one umbrella. Sure. But um, I don't want to be associated with that sort of description. So I'm distancing myself. Got it. This is a boundary I'm setting, Megan. I I see
0: how you're finessing this. (laughs) Oh, a boundary. I love it. I know. You know how much I love boundaries. It's your favorite thing. Well, let me just respect that boundary that you've set forth. And I will henceforth refer to your road rage as road. What are we calling it? Aggression?
1: No, annoyance.
0: Oh, annoyance. Sorry. It's my road annoyance. Sorry. Okay. You just let me know how you're going to dress that up and I'll be sure to respect it. (laughs) That's
1: fine. I'm fine with it. On that note. We are going to call it so that I
0: have time to edit the monstrosity of an episode for next week. The only other thing I want to say is if you drop your kid off at school in the morning and you're stuck in the pickup line and it's taking a long time, I just want to remind you that you're not the only one. So calm the F down.
1: Chill the fuck out. Also, just generally in the world, always remind yourself... You're not the only fucking person. (laughs) There are always other people around. You are not the main character in everyone's story. So chill the fuck out. That's advice that goes well beyond road rage. Let's put it on a t-shirt.
0: Okay. We're going (laughs) to someday. We're going to update that merch someday. Man, we're busy. All right. I know there's a lot of things happening. (sighs)
1: Speaking of merch, you can find that on tpublic.com. And (laughs) you can find us on Instagram. (laughs)
0: You (laughs) saw your angle and just slid right in there. Well, if you
1: see an opening, you slide right in. <laughs> slide in. If you don't already follow us on Instagram at Prosecco Theory, you really should because next week for the 100th episode, you will get to see some fun pictures from the listener party. What else? Send us an email. Cheers at Prosecco Rate, review, subscribe, follow. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. <laughs> tell your grandma. Tell your gynecologist. Tell whoever the fuck you want. Go wine tasting. Tell the people at the tasting room. You know,
0: We actually have a friend who is a super spreader of the prosecca theory Let's wait a minute <laughs> in the best way adrian yeah she's amazing it's like pro bono pr she's told so many people about her podcast and she'll be like i signed another one up today we appreciate you friend you're amazing yep all right on that note cheers it out cheers megan